so hi one legal noise podcast i'm shane i'm glory and we're here with I'm charlotte sands <laughs> here you go. it's all good well, good uh, and we're gonna ask her some questions today about her new single all my friends are falling in love i'm gonna start yeah. uh so congrats on that by the way how do you feel about the response to it so far thank you so much it's been it's been really fun i mean it's always kind of like nerve-wracking to release any music and put out any art into the world so mm-hmm. having any positive response to that is just like so sick and i'm so grateful for it but it's been it's been really fun to see everybody's like comments and um personal experiences that they relate to it so it's been awesome it bangs so hard yeah i'm so happy to hear you've had like a good experience with the release of this it's good yeah thank you guys are you are you someone that like reads every single comment like the good and the bad honestly i so we have like marketing like advertisements like most artists have like promotional like advertisements on instagram and all this stuff and it's really funny because each release i've had i feel like i've landed on like a different side of like the algorithm Mm -hmm. where one of the releases it landed on like a a really bad side of instagram for me where everybody was like just dragging me basically which was but they were i was actually hilarious like one of the comments somebody was like this girl is like if you ordered billy eilish off of wit <laughs> and i like didn't even delete the comment i like responded and i was like you pin that shit funny. like i'm props like that's so funny yeah but no that kind of stuff and that kind of response is like i i read all that stuff i don't really it doesn't bother me i think that i haven't really gotten a ton of like negativity which is i'm like super lucky i think I used to get that stuff all the time, I think in high school, I'm so used to like the internet being so negative and it's honestly been really wild to see so much of like the younger generations and they like really are so much more positive, I think towards artists and creatives and it's, it's wonderful to be a part of that. I feel lucky. So true. Definitely. All right. Uh, yeah. So is there any meaning behind the singles name or cover art? Um, yes. I mean the name of the song was honestly just because that was the first line that i wrote um so i was like the night before that session i had um i was like with some of my friends and i had realized that i was like the only one in my friend group that wasn't in a relationship so i was basically like the fifth wheel every time we went anywhere so it was like two best friends that were in a relationship. So every time we'd leave, we'd be having a great time and then they could just like go home whenever they wanted. Yeah. And then I would just like, be there by myself. So no one had to like let me know or like warn me. So it kind of got to this point where it kept happening where I was like, this is not fun anymore. Cause I just am left like kind of alone and then you have to go home by yourself and it's like super isolating. And um, I remember like waking up and I was gonna go to my session with Danon, who I wrote the song with, and I was like, I think literally brushing my teeth, and um, I just started singing that one line. I was like, all my friends are falling in love, and um, I recorded it on my phone, and it was like all I had brought into the session that day, and we just like went with it and ran with it and kind of let like all of it fall out, and then for the artwork, it's hilarious. Um, that bathroom is like a the bathroom in a bar that I would go to a lot with my friends and like three days before we were supposed to shoot the cover we were supposed to do like a whole studio shoot of like me with like um a male model basically and I was going to be like next to the male model and that was going to be like this artsy thing and then right before that shoot I was I went into the bathroom of that bar and I was in a really bad mood the same thing was happening I was with my friends I was like oh I hate being in this situation Mm -hmm. and I looked around and I was like, this bathroom is so like grungy. This would be so gross, but cool to like shoot it like a single art here. And like, yeah. 
we switched it last minute, shot the artwork for it, and then that day, just were like, hey, this looks really good visually. Do you want to just like try and shoot a video in this bathroom? And so we that day just had fun for like a couple hours, shot the video in like multiple bathrooms in that bar. And that's now the music video. So we, wow. it was like a wild day, but it was super fun. I love it. That's really cool. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, Very DIY. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Quick audible and then bathroom. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so can you tell me a little about your writing process for this single? Yeah. Um, so I wrote this one with just my friend Danan and he's so he's like my main producer that I work with a lot um, my main collaborator overall he's also my drummer so like it's my whole band is just me and a drummer and just Danan yeah. so it really is like a really close family kind of operation um, but yeah he is like my favorite person to work with we kind of just like he's really good at kind of peeling back the layers and just like knowing when I'm kind of not or I'm kind of like beating around the bush a little bit and not really being like my full vulnerable like authentic self and he's really good at bringing that out of me and so um yeah I think it's just good to have friends like that that you feel comfortable like talking to about everything and he's definitely that person so whenever we write together um it basically just like kind of I start venting about everything that I'm going through I bring out my ideas and we kind of build like a track of whatever the energy we think is for that idea or that song and honestly like most of the time I just sing random stuff over the song and over like the guitar or melody and um and like whatever comes out I kind of like write down and we kind of put it all together and so we kind of I've always had this feeling that I I feel like a lot of the time creatives are just like portals for things that have already been created and for art and I think in my mind so many times I'm like I don't really know where things come from I just know that I'm like trying to like pull them out of the air and like put them on paper and that's kind of like my job you're like an interpreter so I think yeah. that that's I do the best I can to like translate those feelings and um yeah and then we wrote that song that day and kept those vocals and it's been really it's a pretty organic process for us I love it yeah it's amazing all right so you kind of went into it a little bit before, but can you tell us where your headspace is at while you were creating this track? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the cool thing that um, that I realized is that a lot of people have like different connections to it. I think that overall the song is about trying to get over a past relationship while you're surrounded by people in relationships and you feel like really lonely while have like being forced to like watch people be really happy and like it's hard to be happy for people when you're not happy and um and kind of like not really liking that version of yourself because you're not being a good friend because your own problems that kind of whole um circle but another thing that I thought was really cool about it is that it also to me feels like it could be about like people growing up and it kind of feels like people growing apart as well so it's not just like me being in love with a boy you know it's just it's about like people kind of growing out of each other and people moving on without you and that feeling of being like left behind which I think in my age and like especially when all my friends are getting in relationships and getting engaged or getting dogs or doing all this stuff especially during like quarantine Mm -hmm. that it was it definitely felt like life was moving on without me for like periods of time and I feel like that really translated and like came through in that song at least for me it just feels like a song about being left behind and feeling isolated even when you're surrounded by a lot of people and yeah so that's kind of was my thought process and trying to make it as universal as possible okay 
It's very good. Yes. Yeah. It's good. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans listen to the single for the first time? Is it in the car with friends in the dark with headphones? Is it a party song? That's a great question. I definitely am all for like the in the car, windows down, mm-hmm. sunset, blare it, and just like drive somewhere random. I like that is my favorite thing in the world to do. I feel like every time during quarantine that I was like really not doing well, I would I would always drive like an hour out of Nashville and an hour back, like at the exact same time where it was like sun was going down mm-hmm. and like play all these like random songs or listen to the radio and it was like the most therapeutic thing ever and I think being mm-hmm. in the car and listening to music is like that's like where I write I write music as a performer to perform them and like I write songs to be performed but I definitely every time I write anything I imagine people like listening to it in a car and like what their reaction to it would be okay. so I definitely would say that if you want to party to it too though I would love that it's a party yeah, fact love a sad party song all the time. <laughs> Everybody sits in their respective corners and cries. Absolutely. And just listens to it. All independently party together. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, So this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this track for new listeners in three words. Oh, God. Um, Energetic. Okay. Um, God, this is so hard. It's always so funny. I like love attention, but the second that I like don't, I don't have control over it. I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> I'm like, I hate being in the middle. Um, I would say energetic. I would say, hopefully, like inclusive. I want it to okay. feel like people are kind of like everybody's going through it at the same time together, and it's not just about one individual problem. That's good. To back that up and um, loud. I want it to be as loud as possible, and I want people to sing it as loud as possible, and it's not at all something that I want to be, like, a quiet moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, whether I'm playing it or you're singing it or any all the above, you're singing it while I'm playing it, I better want it all loud. to be loud. Better be yeah. Loud. Better be able you're- to hear you on stage over you mm-hmm. screaming it. Come on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the single? Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of, I think there's so many, like, songs that are, like, beautifully written that are kind of about that feeling. I mean, like, people always say that, like, that feeling of being alone when you're in a crowded place, you know, and Mm -hmm. that, like, I think we can all kind of relate to that in some sense, and even if it's, like, in school or if it's at bars or if it's with your family, like, being around a ton of people and feeling isolated when you kind of know that it's not the people that are like that's not the problem and that's when you kind of have this like reflective moment of being like oh damn there has to be something else going on um and I think it's just something that's like a super universal feeling so I definitely think that like this song in my mind was meant for so that people don't feel like they're the only ones who feel that way I guess so I think that's why even like inclusive is so important to me is because like I think all my music the point of it like to the core is to make people feel like like there is no normal and there is no like stable like everybody especially over this last year is going through a ton of like ups and downs like emotionally and um and I think that as if my music can make people like hear something and be like oh she has problems too or she's lonely too or she or even and then other people who listen to it feel the same way I think it's just kind of creates this community where we can all go through the same things together and that is the feeling that I want everybody to feel is that they are involved and not alone and um, 
yeah, hopefully we find our groups in a song about not having one. <laughs> That's like yeah. Thing, yeah. All right. That makes me so happy. Okay. <laughs> um, so while listening through the track, what band or artist influence pops out the most to you? Um, I would definitely say, I mean, I have like, I have the most random influences because, yeah, I grew up on like really weird, like folky singer songwriter stuff, which I think is why I write like as a songwriter the way I do. But I grew up also on like bands like All Time Low and Mayday Parade and all that kind of stuff. Which so is true. Bread and butter. Um, but I mean, I definitely think that, I mean, like I'm a huge Youngblood fan and I think his like biggest thing is that he makes people really feel included and like yeah, one big family. And I think if I can do that, that's my goal. Like I was just saying. That's good. But I also like absolutely love like Gwen Stefani and Pink. And I think Pink that they're, good. yes, thank you. I just feel like they're so like unapologetic with their yeah. lyrics and the fact that they're like, I'm not perfect and I don't know what I'm doing. And like, but this is the truth. And if that helps you cool, like we're in this together. They have this like very, like kind of pushy energy about like being imperfect and having flaws and like being a human. And I think that that's something that I kind of pull from for these kind of songs for myself. Okay. That's good. Very good. Yeah. Uh, okay. So picture this, you're on tour. Uh, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Oh, um, honestly, some people hate this answer so much and I kind of get it. I'm a psycho, but I'm like a huge Twizzler person, Banger. even though I feel like they don't actually have a taste or a texture, but no. <laughs> for some reason, whenever I'm driving, like I always have to like eat Twizzlers and maybe it's because I have to like ha- choose something so I don't get like car sick or something. But mm-hmm. I, every time I drive anywhere, I feel like I have to have Twizzlers and just like have them in my hand. It just like makes me feel like I'm doing something and I'm not like just driving and bored. Um, yeah. But I am a huge, like, sour candy person. I Honestly, I'll eat anything. I love chocolate. I love sour candy. I love it all. One from one of everything in the story. Every, please. That's the list. <laughs> uh, so where do you see the project in the next five years? Next five years. Hopefully in an arena. Um, of course. I'm trying to play those arena shows. Let's go. But, um, yeah, no, I... Honestly, my only goal... Um, I have a lot of, like, big goals and stuff, but... I think this year kind of put it into perspective what was actually like important um, for like my artistry and the creative side is my goal is to make music that I'm proud of and I think in five years if I'm making music that I'm consistently proud of and being able to play it in front of bigger audiences um, that's the overall goal you know I mean I'm so lucky I get to like do what I love every day and um, talk about like music with people. It's like so crazy. That's my job. But um, I definitely that's like the baseline goal. I I have so many random things that I want to do. I obviously want to play an arena. I want to be an arena like touring artist. Um, and I want to be able to like release different genres of music for sure. I mean, it's always been a goal of mine to release like folk albums and then like heavier albums and. Mm-hmm all the above i just want to collaborate with like every type of artist and creative and that's my my overall goal but i'm gonna win grammys we're going grammys of course (laughs) that'd be good let's go like three but i'll give it five all the optimists okay that's fair five five years selling arenas so what genre are you planning on like trying next um 
honestly, I, I kind of love the wave I'm in right now because it's honestly like this whole like 2000s pop punk thing is coming back in such a big mm-hmm. way. And that's like what I grew up on. And I'm like just so proud to be a part of that. If I even am, I don't know. I'll like, I'll claim that I am. You um, are, you are. That's so nice. But um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I am forever like so um, excited about that wave and that genre happening right now. And I kind of want to wait, like ride that wave for a little bit. Um, but honestly, like I have always been somebody who just like, I don't really, I don't really like getting boxed in. So I don't really like being like, oh, I'm a rock artist or I'm a pop artist or I'm like, I'm like, everybody can do anything. Um, I think the artist should be the genre and everything else just follows them. And, um, that's kind of my goal is to be that genre and just be able to do whatever I want and nobody question it because they're like, okay, cool. It's still a good song or it's still good music. Um, if it's not good, then you can come at me for it. (laughs) Or you could just um, listen to the album that you like because there's so many choices now. Exactly. Um, but I definitely think I'm going to do this for a little longer. I, I absolutely will be releasing more acoustic kind of stuff even if it's one song or two at some point in like the near future it's like something really important to me is just to put out the songwriter side of me and kind of represent that person a little bit so we'll see but i have a lot of random songs that will be coming out that people will probably be surprised by okay and like wait for that metal track (laughs) yes come on and sooner sooner than you think oh god interesting okay and speaking on that pop punk thing for just a second like we're at the beginning of that resurgence where there is Mm -hmm. still a possibility where you could hit big and play those arenas as a pop punk artist i'm just saying exactly yeah i like this manifestation we are manifesting this shit now Come on. Um, so for the last couple questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with drink? Oh my god, I literally was thinking about this the other day. Um, honestly, probably a Mexican Coke. First of all, okay, okay that's one in like the glass bottles, right? Yeah. They're like yeah. the yeah, they're in the glass bottles. They have like cane sugar or something. I don't know, but they're like the crispiest drink. Yeah. Ever? like crack yeah, it's yeah really good. absolutely yeah. um and oh, for a meal this sounds so stupid i honestly would probably want like a mac and cheese bread bowl from panera oh okay we haven't gotten that it's one so really dude i don't know what it is i haven't had one of those in so long but i was just thinking it's like two meals in one because you have like the mac and cheese in the bread and then you get to eat the bread after yeah, I should definitely like have a like a cooler answer. That's like, oh, that's a pretty like, cool small, answer. Though. No, that's a pretty good answer. That has a spaghetti. Like I have no idea. What are, wait? What are yours? I want to know what your answers are. I got this big ass mm-hmm. bowl of spaghetti, and I think I'm going to change my drink from a sprite cranberry to a uh, Baja Blast because oh, I've I been absolutely say, hooked on those. Baja Blast. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, and mine is a taro boba tea with a um, Thai basil tofu. Oh, and rice. Cool. I've never had um, boba tea before. Oh my god, you need you need to. It's really? like, God, it's so good. Yeah, my partner so got good. me hooked on that too. Really? Yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Did you try taro? No, I don't you know what I get. Taro. I just get what they get because the menus are very like intimidating. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, whatever you order, I'm getting one too because I mm-hmm. can't like this is too much. We for need me. to go. We need to do That's a fair. Zoom dinner. And exactly. I'll, and I'll try these things. I agree. That'd be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oof. Like fictional world, worlds that don't ex- that already exist that are like like that are 
books or movie fictional worlds? Yeah. For a week. I have no idea. Um, I was about to say like Harry Potter, but I'm actually like kind of terrified of Harry Potter and I don't think <laughs> that's like an actual place I would want to live. Like Voldemort okay. really scares me. Well, um, well, you could go like after, you know, like when he dies. Oh, that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. I'd also probably be annoyed at how much like attention Hermione got like from everybody. So I'd be like, you know what, Hermione, I don't want to do this. Um, <laughs> So you'll I'm just have beef with Hermione for your first year. Yeah, I'm like, girl, we can both get attention. It's fine. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think of like places that are nicer. I don't know why the only place I can think is like a dark, gloomy Harry mm -hmm. Potter place. Like, what are like actual places that are not like that? I have no idea. Wait, what house are you? <sighs> That's a great question. I honestly used to think that I was Gryffindor. Mm -hmm. But I don't. Ha, someone also said like Ravenclaw. I don't know if that's a bad thing though. So I don't. No, know. I'm thinking more Slytherin, just because of Slytherin. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. It just like means that. like ambitious and you know like strong. That's you know okay. Slytherin just has a bad rep because you know Voldemort and all the bad people. But other right. than that, you know, it's a pretty it's good house. Boy, okay, it's not his fault. Exactly. I like He's a good that. guy. Yeah, I'm claiming that. Now. All right. Mm. Um. um yeah, I have no idea. Honestly, I can't, can't even picture a single place that exists. Well, Hogwarts is good. <laughs> Hogwarts is good. Just go after Voldemort, where, where it's like all sunny and happy. Voldemort, Hogwarts, that's perfect. There we go. Mm -mm. Uh, so I've done a best and last question, and every single person you've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. Let's go. What's your favorite color? You will be surprised to find out it is not blue. <laughs> is it yellow? It's green. Oh. I love like dark. I mean, my couch is, you can kind of tell. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a very nice green. Thank you. Yeah, this is green. Um, but it's like a dark, I really love like dark green. My birthstone is like Peridot, Peridot? I don't, is it Peridot? It's one of those. I think it's Peridot. I don't, okay, Peridot, Peridot, I'm fancy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so it's like this kind of like light green and I love like, I love greens. I don't know what it is. I've took like a quiz once and apparently like, depending on your favorite color, like it's kind of like where you feel like most at peace or all these things in your life. And I like really love green because it's like the, it's just how I feel connected to the earth, you know? Mm -hmm. So dramatic, my answers. <laughs> like, quick, but I'm like, actually, the meaning behind this answer. Exactly. I love Get it. Uh, it's, good. it's all good. So, as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Um, who? If you are coming to Bonnaroo, I'm playing Bonnaroo. Um, Let's go. And on Sunday, in like a week and a half, which is gonna wow. be crazy. Um, and then also, I think December. I'm playing um, in Dallas, Texas called Unsilent Night, and it's with like some of the cool, like Sleeping with Sirens. Yeah, what the fuck? Ooh, whoa. Dude, it's gonna be insane. Um, so I'm doing that, that show there, and it's like the coolest lineup I've ever been on. Um, couldn't be more excited. So if you in, are in Dallas or the Texas area, come out for that. And other than that, I'm just releasing music. I'm gonna have another song out in like a little bit. I have a ton of really fun like feature stuff that's coming out that I'm like so 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 excited to show you guys i can't wait till we are back on here talking about all of that you're gonna be pumped 
Um, but yeah, that's that's it. All the good, all good things. So true. Good. Uh, well, thank you for Snathus. It's been Charlotte Sands, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>